Respect only your ruling faculty and the divinity within you, neglecting everything else. And if you are afraid, not that you shall some day cease to live, but that you shall never have begun to live according to nature, then you will be a man worthy of the universe which has produced you, and you will cease to be a stranger in your native land, and to wonder at things which happen daily as if they were something unexpected, and to be dependent on this event or that. God sees the ruling principles of all men bared of the material vesture and rind and impurities. With his mental being he touches the intelligence which has flowed and been derived from himself into these bodies. If you accustom yourself to the same habit, you will rid yourself of much trouble, for he who looks not to his poor fleshly shell surely will not trouble himself by looking after raiment, houses, fame, and such externals, and show. You are composed of three things, body, life, intelligence. Of these, the first two are yours inasmuch as it is your duty to take care of them. But the third alone is really yours. Therefore, if you will separate from yourself, that is, from your understanding, whatever others do or say, and whatever you have done or said yourself, and whatever future things trouble you, because they may happen, and whatever in the body which envelops you, or in the breath which is by nature associated with the body, is attached to you independent of your will, and whatever the external circumfluent vortex whirls round, so that the intellectual power, exempt from the things of fate, can live pure and free by itself, doing what is just, and accepting what happens, and saying the truth. If you will separate, I say, from this ruling faculty, the things which are attached to it by the impressions of sense, and the things of time to come, and of time that is past, and will make yourself like Empedocles' sphere, all round, and in its joyous rest reposing. And if you strive to live only what is really your life, that is, the present, then you will be able to pass that portion of life which remains for you up to the time of your death, free from perturbations, nobly and obedient to your own deity within. I have often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than on the opinion of others. For if a god or a wise teacher should present himself to a man, and bid him to think of nothing, and to design nothing which he would not express as soon as he conceived it, he could not endure it even for a single day. So much more respect have we for what our neighbors think of us than for what we think of ourselves. How can it be that the gods, after having arranged all things well and benevolently for mankind, have overlooked only this, that some men, and very good men, and men who through pious acts and religious observances have had most intimate communion with the divinity, when they have once died should never exist again, but should be completely extinguished? 
But if this is so, be assured that if it ought to have been otherwise, the gods would have done it. For if it were just, it would also be possible. And if it were according to nature, nature would have had it so. But because it is not so, if in fact it is not so, be assured that it ought not to have been so. For you see that in this inquiry you are disputing with the deity. And we could not thus dispute with the gods unless they were most excellent and just. But if this is so, they would not have allowed anything in the ordering of the universe to be neglected unjustly and irrationally. Practice even at the things which you despair of accomplishing. For even the left hand, which is ineffectual for all other things, for want of practice, holds the bridle more vigorously than the right hand, for it has been practiced in this. Consider in what condition, both in body and soul, a man should be when he is overtaken by death, and consider the shortness of life, the boundless abyss of time past and future, the feebleness of all matter. Contemplate the formative principles of things, bear of their coverings, the purposes of actions. Consider what pain is, what pleasure is, and death, and fame. Who is to himself the cause of his uneasiness? How no man is hindered by another, that everything is opinion. In the application of your principles, you must be like the Pancratiast, not like the gladiator, for the gladiator lets fall the sword which he uses and is killed, but the other always has his hand and needs to do nothing else than use it. See what things are in themselves, dividing them into matter, form, and purpose. What a power man has to do nothing except what God will approve and to accept all that God may give him. With respect to that which happens in harmony with nature, we ought to blame neither gods, for they do nothing wrong, either voluntarily or involuntarily, nor men.